This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the December 22nd edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. As always, the sponsor for today's show is the Security Federal Bank. One of the best ways to support Local Matters is to support Security Federal. They have 17 locations between Augusta, Georgia, and Columbia, South Carolina, and they want to see you. If you are interested in building a new banking relationship, if you need financial counseling, if you want to scout out rates for home loans or home improvement loans or car loans, or to look into investment vehicles, Security Federal is interested in seeing you. Please go into one of their branches and uh, see what they can offer. Of course, the very best way to support Local Matters is to listen to our show and to tell all your friends and family about us. I created Local Matters almost two years ago as a vehicle to inform the community about things that people often don't take the time to tell them about. And I am enjoying being a part and contributing to the community in this way. If there is any episode that you missed, please go to my website at janiceallenjackson.weebly.com. I have a local matters tab there and you can catch any of those episodes there. If you need to catch something again, or if you want to share it with a friend or family member, uh, please go to the website and share those episodes. I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud in the event that you want to go directly there to catch an episode. Last week, if you missed the show, it was a really good one, if I must say so myself. I talked about the upcoming governor's race in the state of Georgia and the implications for that. Um, I also went through all of the candidates who are running for governor. Uh, so if you need to get up to speed with what's happening in that race, uh, please go to my website or to Spotify, Apple Podcast, or SoundCloud again uh, to listen to that episode. Next week, my guest is State Senator Harold Jones. He represents Georgia Senate District 22. And we're going to have a great conversation about redistricting, not just in the local area, but also on the state level uh, and how we're all impacted by that. Uh, we'll look at uh, the potential statewide impact of the newly uh, designated lines, and he'll talk through the process of approvals for uh, new uh, school board districts, county commission districts, uh, state house, state senate, and even U.S. congressional districts. So that's a really good show coming up for you. And believe it or not, that is the absolute last show in 2021. Uh, before we get into this week's show, though, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the surge in COVID-19 cases. 
um, here in the state of Georgia. Right now, we've had 29,900 deaths uh, here in Richmond County. We've had 749 deaths. So uh, unfortunately, it hasn't stopped and the rate of cases has actually increased. I remember back at the outset of the pandemic when uh, President Trump was in office, uh, he had said that his uh, advisors were telling him that they expected one or 200,000 deaths. Well, guess what? That number was wildly underestimated because the United States overall has crossed a th threshold of, of over 800,000 deaths so far. Uh, what this says, of course, is uh, the virus as it continues to spawn variants. Uh, we had the Delta variant and now we're on to the Omicron variant, which appears to be extremely contagious. What that says to us is a few things. One is be extraordinarily careful. I know we got tired of staying at home. We got tired of wearing masks and we might've been apprehensive about getting a shot. But uh, even if you have the shot, as I do, I am. I have two shots. I haven't gone back to get the booster. Going to do that real soon. Uh, I'm continuing to wear that mask and I'm continuing to stay at home to the greatest extent possible. I know sometimes you got to go out and do some things, uh, but we have to be extremely guarded because of how contagious uh, the variants are. Also, we know that all of the things that we talk about on Local Matters as we talk about getting engaged, understanding the political world and your local environment, we know that none of that is more important than your health. Uh, so please take care of your health so that you are able to engage on greater levels uh, with what is happening in our community. Uh, this week's episode uh, is about uh, a series of workshops that is being offered online uh, for African-American women uh, to help them build their digital skills. We know that uh, the workforce has changed and society has changed as technology has advanced and it's easy to get left behind. Uh, so today we're going to talk about an opportunity that has been created by virtue of Google uh, to help us make sure that we don't fall so far behind. On Local Matters today, my guest is Ms. Kimberly Hayes. She is a resident of Metro Augusta. And she is here to talk to us about an initiative called Grow with Google. Ms. Hayes, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. Cannot complain. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm great. And thanks for being a part of the Local Matters family. Anytime you become a guest, you become a part of the family. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a wonderful initiative called Black Women Lead, and that is a part of the Grow With Google initiative. Uh, but before we start talking about Black women leading and growing with Google, I want you to describe a little bit about your background to our listeners. Okay. Uh, well, one, I was born and raised right here in Augusta, Georgia. I graduated from Glen Hills High School. Uh, and from there, uh, went off to college, came back home, uh, started working at, a gut, well, what used to be the Medical College of Georgia, 
as the supplier diversity outreach coordinator, helping small and minority businesses uh, finding grants and doing business with the medical community. Uh, and then I became a training and development coordinator, uh, training specialist with, with the institution. And I'm now doing that same thing at University Healthcare System. All right, thank you very much. And one of the things that I always highlight uh, because I have a number of Divine Nine listeners, is that some of my guests are members of the Divine Nine. You want to talk about that organization you're a member of? Absolutely. I am a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, uh, and we are partnering along with other Divine Nine organizations uh, in order to provide the services that we'll soon talk about uh, to the women, uh, specifically Black women in our areas. All right. Uh, sometimes we talk about those big corporations like a Google and we'll wonder what they are doing to contribute to the community. Mm -hmm. Because obviously we all got our computers and we see Google every day when we go on there. Um, and the folks who run that corporation who have probably become very wealthy so we wonder what efforts they are making to give back to others. Right. So what we're going to talk about today is an effort to give back. Absolutely. And I think the give back in this case relates specifically to a large part of my audience, and that is African-American females. Okay. So can you talk in a little bit more detail about how Google is giving back to African-American women? Absolutely. So this initiative, I'll give you some context, began in February 2021, where Google entered a partnership with Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and five other organizations, uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha, Sigma Gamma Rho, Zeta Phi Beta, Dress for Success, and the Lynx Incorporated. And that mission was to train 100,000 Black women with career development and digital skills by 2022. Uh, Delta is responsible to train uh, 20,000 Black women by May 2022. Uh, and we are well on our way, if I'm not mistaken. I believe we have already, almost if not, uh, surpassed that goal. And so uh, with that, we are, we have five courses that we are teaching, uh, again, specifically um, African-American females in any, demo, any, of, any demographic, if, if you say, um, across the nation, across the globe. It doesn't matter where you are. If you have access to Google, they want you to get these resources. Uh, some locations, it is online. Uh, like us, we are doing all of our courses as uh, online courses. However, some of them are face-to-face. -face. And so that was one of the things. And if you go on the website, um, if you go to Grow With Google Online, you'll find that they not only have the courses that we have here, but also a multitude of other courses for veterans, for job seekers, for educators. Um, there's some Google certification programs. So if you want an IT certificate or project management certificate, uh, you can get those things as well, all through uh, Grow With Google. And you mentioned there are a number of courses, um, the target audience being Black women. Are there particular types of Black women that this may be more suited for? Is it business people, young people? Can you talk a little bit more about the target audience? 
Absolutely. So we are looking for Black women in general. It does not matter your walk of life, your background. Um, as long as you are Black and female, these courses are for you. And so I'll give you, uh, give you the courses that we are offering. So we have Digital Skills for Everyday Tasks. The first course, there's, two, there's a two-part course to that one. The first one is a Google Drive in Sheets. Uh, and so if you think of Microsoft, which is what we typically use, uh, Google Drive would be the, fault, the file folders that you store all of your items in. And then Sheets is like your Excel spreadsheets. And so if you want to learn how to do um, something similar as building a budget or organizing documents, that's a great uh, course to jump into. Um, also, we have another uh, digital skills and everyday task, which is Google Slides and Docs. So this is more of your PowerPoint or your Microsoft Word feel. So if, you're, if you want to do a presentation or create a meeting agenda, then this will be something that'll help uh, you practice boosting your pro productivity with those, with those types of softwares. Um, the third course is Power Your Job Search with Google Tools. So if you are job seeking, whether you have a career or you're looking for a career or want to start something new, it'll teach you how to organize and enhance your job search using Google Workspace tools. And they'll show you all of those resources and all of the additional tools there. We have design thinking for entrepreneurs. So those entrepreneurs out there who want to unlock their creativity and that innovative thinking that they have, this is a great way to begin to learn um, how to better your designs with challenges and, and sprints that you can incorporate in any workspace and startup. And then that last course is to improve your professional resume with practical strategy. So whether you already have a resume created or you'd like to create a new resume, um, enhance one. We wanna make sure that you are able to grab that manager's attention, uh, grab that interview, and then work through that process. And so uh, you'll begin a resume in a digital document. They'll teach you how to list that work experience that you have, any volunteer and educational experience, and then polish that resume off with some editing and formatting tips. Okay. Now tell me what skill level should I be at already if I sign up for one of these courses? Okay, so first things first. So once you sign up for the courses, you're going to get an email. So uh, first thing we'll want you to do is hopefully you, if, if you don't have one, we'll send you some information on how to create a Gmail account. That's, what, that's where you're gonna start. That'll unlock the access. That Gmail account is free. Uh, so as long as you have a Gmail account, you have uh, at least a computer or a tablet or a cell phone device uh, where you can get to your Google Drive, uh, then you that, that's your skill level right there. Okay. All righty. So basically, I can have minimal skills and you all will help me. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I think you might have alluded to this, but please confirm, are the courses, uh, is there a cost? for these courses? So these courses are 100% free and you can take them as many times as you want. So if you, if you think about skill level um, and I'll kind of use my mother as, as an example. Um, my mom wasn't very tech savvy. She, could, she, could, she knew how to get on her phone and get to her email. Um, so if you get on a course and you get a little lost, we will have individuals, our partners who are there to assist. However, 
let's say you get lost in, in the training, you can go back and say, you know what, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to listen. I'm going to watch what is happening. Uh, there's going to be a lot of graphics. So you'll see us move step by step. You can take the courses as many times as you choose. So once you uh, go to that go with Grow With Google website, if you want to sign up for docs and slides, because that's the thing that you need assistance with, you can sign up for that as many times as you like. So we are truly making sure that any skill level is able to jump in, we'll teach you and, and learn the skills that you need. Okay. And when is the next upcoming class? So our next class is on December 30th. Uh, and that class will be at 7 p.m. It is design thinking for entrepreneurs. And the classes are only one hour. So if you think about that, you get a lot of information, but it's one hour of time. Uh, our classes are from seven to eight. Typically, uh, our chapter is hosting the courses the last Thursday of each month. Um, we may throw some other ones out there on the calendar, depending upon the need in the area. Um, so we'll a couple of the courses, we'll, we'll do them twice. So look for that. That calendar uh, will be published shortly. But we have classes from now until May. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So if you take one class, can you just take one or do you need to take all of them? You can take one. You can take two. You can take five and you can repeat. Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent. So with all of this great information about the availability of these courses, um, how do our listeners find out how to get signed up if they are interested? So we will have them posted on our chapter's Facebook page, our Instagram page. If you don't have those things, you can simply Google, uh, grow with Google. And as soon as you click on the, once you Google, grow with Google, you click on that website, um, the very, across the very top of there, you'll see live training. And if you click on live training, it will open up all of the live trainings that are in the area, as well as the ones that are online. Okay. All right. So they go there and to sign up, what type of information do they have to provide? All you need is your name, your Gmail account. That's where they're going to send uh, the information uh, to. And that is it. That's it. Okay. So let's make sure that we can recap for our listeners um, the program called Grow with Google offered through various organizations that um, are there for the purpose of African-American females using partnerships with Divine Nine organizations, sororities, the links, et cetera, to reach more African-American women, um, to provide some digital skills, because we know in today's world, uh, those digital skills are necessary. It's not an option, basically. So to provide those skills, workshops are free, offer it once a month, and you sign up at Grow With Google, the link, um, and usually 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Is that the time for this December 30th class? Yes, that's correct. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for providing this information. Uh, I'm glad Local Matters could be a vehicle to help get the information out to the public. And is there 
anything else that you think our listeners need to know about the program and how to get signed up and how they can benefit from it? Absolutely. I think my key takeaway for listeners would be, one, don't be afraid of technology. Uh, The career development and digital skills, uh, it's a great commodity. And we want to make sure, Google wants to make sure that you have those resources at your fingertips. They are free and you can take as many courses as often as you like. Um, So not just our courses that are going to be every Thursday at 7 p.m., but courses across the globe uh, that are online, you may take them at any given time. So um, hopefully that helps helps folks and we'll be here to help as well. All right. Thank you so much for being with us and for, for providing this service. Now, do I understand that you're one of the trainers yourself? I am actually one of the trainers. Absolutely. We have a wonderful team here with the Augusta Alumni Chapter, uh, myself uh, as the chair, my co-chair, Kathy Johnson, Sonia Weaver, Allison Campbell, Kia Johnson, Nanette Barnes. Um, So we've got a great team of trainers ready and willing to serve you. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome. I certainly hope that you enjoyed learning more about this community resource that is being made available through Google. Um, I try my best to bring you information that I think will help edify you in some way. And this is certainly an opportunity. So please try to take advantage of it. I also know that a few of you may be wondering, hey, that was really good information, but what does that have to do about government topics? Um, And I felt like I needed to give a little bit more of an explanation for that. Uh, The organizations that were referenced that Google is partnering with, uh, the Divine Nine Sororities, the Lynx, and some others, all of those organizations fit under the category of what is called nonprofit organizations. Now, what exactly is a nonprofit? A nonprofit is a legal entity, which is to say you can't just go out and make yourself a nonprofit. Uh, There's certain uh, criteria that you have to meet in order to earn that status. So they are legally designated entities uh, organized and operated for collective, public, or social benefit. In contrast with an entity that operates as a business aiming to generate a profit for its owners. A nonprofit is subject to the non-distribution constraint, which means that any revenues that exceed expenses must be committed to the organization's purpose and not taken by private parties. An array of organizations are nonprofit, including some political organizations, schools, business associations, churches, social clubs, and consumer cooperatives. Nonprofit entities may seek approval from governments to be tax exempt, and some may also qualify to receive tax deductible contributions, but an entity may incorporate as a nonprofit entity without securing tax exempt status. To get tax exempt status, an organization must apply through the Internal Revenue Service and they have to meet requirements that are set forth in the the Internal Revenue Code. Granting nonprofit status is done by the state, 
while granting tax-exempt designations such as 501c3 is granted by the federal government via the IRS. Okay, so if you look at an organization like fraternities, sororities, even churches, like I said, some political associations, tenant associations, let's say if you have a neighborhood association, things like that, they can get nonprofit status because they provide some um, benefit to the public, to citizens, to a community. And in exchange for providing that service, they get tax exempt status or they can apply for tax exempt status. So why is it that the government allows that? Most nonprofit organizations are exempt from state and local property and sales taxes, as well as federal taxes. Nonprofits are, of course, not exempt from withholding payroll taxes for employees. So if you take an organization like the Boys and Girls Club, um, uh, various other churches even, they have some people who may be on the payroll um, and they have their wages are taxed but the organizations themselves are not. Um, they are also required to pay taxes on income from activities that are unrelated to their mission, which is to say that if they spend money to provide an enrichment program for someone, uh, that money is not taxed. But if they're spending money on doing something that is totally unrelated from their stated mission, that money is supposed to be taxed. Uh, let's give an example like uh, a church organization. Let's say the church built some apartment complexes and they're making money off of the rents that are paid. The, the church organization or the nonprofit that established those uh, houses still has to pay property tax, um, but um, they don't have to exempt from some other types of taxes because of this notion of serving the public good. So the tax proceeds, let's say the church collects in the, the church collection, nah, that's not taxed, but the rents that they collect from the apartment complexes and the uh, property that they own uh, does have to be taxed. Here are some of the reasons why nonprofit organizations are tax exempt and why it makes sense to preserve these tax exemptions. One, nonprofits relieve the government's burden. Private schools and hospitals, daycare centers, homeless shelters, and other nonprofits provide services that the government might otherwise be required to offer. Through tax exemptions, governments support the work of nonprofits and received a direct benefit. Number two, nonprofits benefit society. Nonprofits encourage civic involvement, provide information on public policy issues, encourage economic development, and do a host of other things that enrich society and make it more vibrant. So governments in essence provide support to the nonprofit organizations who are providing services uh, by not taxing them. That in and of itself provides assistance to those organizations and issuing that nonprofit status and giving benefits for the nonprofit status are uh, uh, the way that the government can support nonprofit organizations. Now, I know some of you probably 
have not thought of a fraternity or sorority uh, as a real nonprofit because you're kind of thinking, well, they do all this other stuff. You know, they have uh, parties and fundraisers, which you have to recognize is a lot of times those parties and fundraisers are dedicated to raising money that is in turn used to uh, develop and implement programs that benefit young people, benefit elderly, uh, and in this case, support partnerships with organizations like Google uh, to help people in our community uh, receive skills. So in essence, they're providing post-secondary education um, in a non-traditional sort of way, not the same way that a college would, but it benefits those individuals who participate in the programs. I hope this explanation of uh, this program has been helpful to you. Uh, we really do want you to participate. Um, and if you don't, you don't have anything to lose, if you think, hey, maybe I should sign up, um, maybe I shouldn't, uh, give it a shot, go to one class, see what happens there. You might learn something that really helps you uh, either in managing your business, managing your career, or managing a nonprofit that you may own yourself. Again, thank you so much for being a part of the Local Matters family. We are here for you, uh, and I wish you a happy and blessed holiday season. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.